Welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via our YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6pm where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. This clip comes from episode 22 with Tim Gabbett, sports scientist and performance coach general load management, when you're dealing with younger athletes, what, what's an important thing from a philosophy point of view? Like what, what, how can they, I guess, read their body better or self-manage themselves in the early days for the younger athletes? doesn't have to be football specific, but. Mm. Well, look, I, I think the, the, the big thing that was like a light bulb moment for me with, with load, I'd been looking at, at training load and injury for a long time. And there was this, this school of thought that high loads contribute to, to injuries. High loads caused overuse injury. Yeah. And what I was starting to see was that our our players who were training consistently and had the highest loads weren't the ones getting injured. It was always the ones who were at low loads who hadn't loaded for a long period of time or had been in rehab and then rushed back. And then it, it's, it just dawned on me that it's it's not load that's the problem. It's the load you're not prepared for. Mm-hmm. And 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 this is a like coming back to your question of well, how can younger athletes use this information? I, I think I think there's two really key key points. If you want to handle the demands of competition, then you have to train hard for that competition. You have to to look at the demands of the sport and be ready for it. Do you believe that the ACWR, so the acute chronic work ratio, can be a good option in people with chronic pathologies disease? Yeah, I mean what we're what we're talking about with the acute chronic workload ratio is just progressive overload. It's it's progressive overload 101. And, and, and importantly, it's different from from just saying, take this and see how you feel. What what you're actually doing is loading relative to someone's capacity. If you were to problem solve your way through some of the challenges with, with those pathologies, how would you go about it? You would you would try and progressively expose your athlete whether they're whether they've got a pathology or whether they're they're in in chronic pain, you would ex- progressively expose them to some sort of stress, and the stress in this case is training. Yeah. What you're trying to do is is gradually improve their tolerance to that stress. It's kind of like public speaking. If if you don't like public speaking, there's two ways you can deal with it. You can never ever do public speaking, and then when you have to speak in public you get so stressed that you can't get the words out or you just keep keep speaking in public <laughs> you, yeah. you graduate you just progressively expose yourself to more and more opportunities to speak in public so that when you have to do it it, it just becomes normal when working with a rugby or or sport or football teams with with applying the acute work ratio do, is there a certain metric that is specific to that player that's important to be really across so for instance kicking volumes or, or you know, for high speed running or is it a matter of picking a few metrics that you, you you're you're looking at closely as you group if that makes sense rather than having 20 okay is it do you condense it to five like in your experience but where have you seen it done really well in a practical sense with sporting teams the way that i i typically will choose a variable is my my general approach is what is the least amount of information i need in order to do my job well? What's the least amount of information I need to make a decision? 
So if I'm if I'm working with let's say an AFL footballer or a soccer player, and I've got I'm I'm lucky enough to have GPS, then I'll, I'll probably choose high speed running because I know it's an important high speed running ability is an important quality to develop. It's it's key to performance, but it's also pretty critical in terms of injury injury risk. If you don't do enough high speed running then it puts you at, at risk. It's like a vaccine against injury. Yeah. So that's that's a key one for me. If I'm talking about baseball pitches, then perhaps, you know, if they if they're not if they're not getting at bats, then the amount of high speed running they do in a game is going to be ne- negligible. So their main performance metric and the main metric that's going to be relevant from an injury viewpoint is going to be the number of hard throws. So I, I try and just look at the game there are statistical ways you can determine the best metric to, to choose, but for me, it's trust your eyes. Look at the game and you know, just choose, choose the variables that you think are going to be most relevant to performance. What about the flip side with older, with older athletes, um, athletes that are sort of trying to, in the phase now of prolonging their career, is the message different for them when it comes to load management? And I guess the main focus for them is trying to is, you know, play an extra season. In a lot of respects, they they know their bodies pretty well by by then as well. So you know where you probably spend a, a bit more time having conversations with them around you know what what do you think you need at this point in time? You know how can I help you? As opposed to the younger player who's who who doesn't who hasn't learned their body as well as some of those older guys don't know they you know they're spending a lot more time just just figuring out their game. So. So, so the kind of approach you take is a little different between the older and younger guys, but in general, the the principles are going to be the same. In in that, certainly, for, if you're very young or very old, you don't you don't cope with spikes in load particularly well. So somewhere in the middle of your career, you, you tend to handle it, but when you're really young and really old, those spikes in load tend to be associated with greater injury risk and and poorer performance. Is there certain things trend conditioning coaches and skills coaches and sports scientists need it? do more of in a pre-season preparing for a season when there was a season missed for that, you know, in terms of if you haven't competed for a year or is it just the same old sort of thing pre-season will prepare you for the game? I think you're going to detrain a lot of, a lot of physical qualities. So let's, let's think about some of the things that you, you haven't been able to do. If you, if, even if you've just trained, you know, you've missed probably the, the physical contact that, that comes from, from playing. You know the, the blunt force trauma and the the grappling that you, you need to get used to again. Players will be training, but the intent in some of those sessions when you're not playing might be a little different. So you know Absolutely. they've got to get that that intent back in their training in terms of the the high the different high intensity actions is probably the one because you can do all the all the the training in isolation and lockdown and and in a bubble and and whatever, but. It, the low intensity stuff you'll be able to cover really easy, but it's the high intensity stuff that you want to make sure you're prepared for. So I think I think systematically building to those higher intensities and the high intensity work is going to be key for teams. Thanks for tuning into the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. This clip came from episode 22 with Tim Gavitt. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this bite-sized episode, please make sure to scroll to episode 22 for the full recording. If you could please take a second to leave us a review, it helps us reach more listeners and is greatly appreciated. I'll see you on the next episode.